what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hey, I'm Amy Chang, and I'm a nationally board-certified health and wellness coach, and this is Healthy AF. Here, we're going to bring to you all things health. You'll hear stories of people who have transformed their health and in the meantime, transformed their lives. We'll answer those burning questions about the newest health strategies, and we'll tackle some common roadblocks that my clients bring to me all the time. Lastly, we're going to talk to some practitioners who will bring to you different modalities that they're passionate about and how you could benefit from using those. So buckle in. We're going to be inspired, instructed, and have a little fun with Healthy AF. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Healthy AF. I am so excited because of two things. A, I'm actually in the recording studio, and Moose is helping me, and I feel like like a Cadillac podcaster. I don't know what just happened. And most importantly, I'm podcasting with my mom, introducing Sharon Thompson. Yes, the lady who actually survived my childhood, <laughs> brought me into the world. In teenage years. <laughs> yes, lots of lots of uh, drama in the teenage years. And I asked her to come today because I'm up here for the holidays. And I know the last podcast I made was about um, intentional holidays. Like how do you really create the holiday that you want to have? And mom and I have had some conversations about well, how are we going to create the holidays that both of us want to have and what that looks like on the other side of the holiday? And um, it's just got me thinking there are just so many things to, I thought it'd be interesting to bring up a real life family member up in here and we can uh, see how we really do it. How do we really do it? So welcome, mom. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for agreeing to do a podcast. I know that this feels weird. <laughs> it does feel weird. I have to say that. Yeah. But this is going to be fun to do a topic with you. Oh, I appreciate it. And you know how I really sealed the deal with her was saying, your grandkids need to see a recording of you. <laughs> <laughs> they are the most important people. I know, right? Okay, so, um, you know, we talked about being intentional. You and I had a conversation when I first got here. Uh, Well, I guess we met in Winston on Friday and did some hometown stuff, which was really cool. Um, And then we got to Hickory again on Saturday. And I think either Saturday night or Sunday morning, we had a conversation about expectations, And what would make it a great holiday trip for me? What would make it a great holiday trip for you? Uh, How we could accomplish both those things. And um, so I know we're going to get around to chit-chatting about that. But I wanted to start with um, asking you to share something, uh, a memory In your holiday traditions, whether it's when you were a little kid, a young adult, a mom, a grandmom, um, something in your holiday traditions that is like a a warm, fuzzy memory for you. Uh, I think walking into the room and seeing the Christmas tree, particularly Mm -hmm. uh, at night Mm -hmm. when the other lights are off and you have to go in and turn the 
turn the lights off the tree. And it's just a beautiful time. You have to stop and think about how lucky you are mm. to be in this place and to have this beautiful tree and all the loving things, the, the uh, ornaments, the gifts that you've picked out and wrapped. Those are just special things, and that's every Christmas. Mm. That is a big ball of everything. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, then you get around to the people and to the um, activities, the mm. events that you go to. Uh, as uh, a teacher and as a church member, all of the all of the times that you see children really appreciate Christmas and be so excited about it. Mm. And that's one of the things that's hard to maintain when you're 80. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So actually we were talking about that in the car a little bit, about the joys that having children, particularly like young children, yeah, uh, Santa Claus-age children around on the holidays, that joy that is like um, you can't avoid the joy of a child at Christmas. No. That's like and you can't in. recreate it. Mm. You cannot recreate it with just mm. a bunch of adults. Oh, I'll take you to the mat on that. <laughs> you give me a karaoke machine, and we're going to have some joy at the holidays. It will not be on key, but it will be joyful. Well, joy counts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does. So, so one thing I think uh, would be a fun conversation is, uh, so you love the Christmas tree. You love the ornaments, and I know the uh, legs egg angel you're talking about. Um, so uh, you love all the homemade ornaments and all the gifts under the tree. You love all the time with people, all the events, and you really love the joy of children. And the shining faces. You know, you don't see it as much in adults unless we're really surprised about something. Mm. And uh, that's harder to recreate, but I think we still need to feel it. And it gets harder as you're older because you spend less time decorating. You spend less time doing the projects. Mm. Uh, you aren't as active with, like, the music program or the pageant, Christmas pageant. Mm. And you're less involved, and then it's harder to be joyful when you're less involved. Mm. I, I think isolation is, is not joyful. No, it's not joyful. Solitude, different than isolation. That's why I get so excited when the grandchildren come. Mm. The grandkids just bring the house to life. Mm. They, that they do. They do, <laughs> in, in many ways. I know, right? <laughs> joyful and otherwise. I know. Sometimes it's joyful. <laughs> Sometimes it's just smelly, being around people who are sleeping and, and need to wash laundry. Or just uh, constantly wanting to be busy or mm. to be resting mm. and yeah. having their own schedule mm -hmm. and it, it was it's very different from when you're the mom 
or you're even the young grandma mm. to the young children. Yeah. And you sort of set the schedule. Mm-hmm. And that all changes as they have a mind of their own. And you <laughs> have to do what makes them feel joyful. You know, that's true. It, it really switched from, I remember when the children were young, we very early on taught them what the five looked like on the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> do not come downstairs. Until that has a five on it. Yeah, you know, right here in the hour, but do not come downstairs. Um, I think we either did five or six, but, you know, we, we tried to avoid the one o'clock run downstairs. Is it time? Is it time? Which is totally what I did. To then when they get to be young adults, it's like, well, I mean, we need to have brunch at like 10. So y'all need to be up by 915. <laughs> you know, that's funny. So in, in light of the joy that, that childhood, what, what is it about, you said the shining faces and the surprise. The surprise. What else is it about children that brings that joy? What quality is it? I think it's, I think it's that they're so loving, mm. you know, um, when you please a child, you see that in their faces. Mm. They want to give hugs. They want to smile and laugh and do silly things. And you just can't replace that. Do you know any grown-ups who want to smile and laugh and do silly things and give hugs? I do. Mm. One is my daughter. <laughs> She's particularly good at the silly things. Oh, I am. <laughs> but uh, I have friends that do. And and as you age, you learn that there's joy that's not as explicit either. Mm. It's there, and it's a, a very important feeling, but you don't see it, hear it in squeals mm. or see it in... Uh, tearing open a package or something. Oh, I can still tear open a package. But I will say, like, <laughs> you're right. You don't, like, um, when the pumpkin pie comes out, it would be weird if a grown-ass woman at the table was like, hey! you know, like, oh, my God, the pumpkin pie's here. You know, that would be weird. Oh. Or the Christmas cake. Or the, ain't nobody squealing over a Christmas cake. <laughs> Actually, didn't Uncle Mike make a good Christmas cake? He did. Yeah. He did. I thought so. And I uh, mentioned in his name, it it makes you look back at the people who are not here. When you're mm. my age, when you're my age mm. and that you shared that those kinds of joys and experiences with them, and you can't ever replace that. Mm. And you don't ever lose it, really. Right. So... Speaking of, you know, one thing that we talked in the car on the way over here, I thought it would be fun to do, um, is to talk about holidays past, holidays future, and holidays present, and how all of that um, can flavor and guide our expectations for our holiday experience. Right. I think it does. I, I I think it colors. Your memories are bound to color mm. what you want this to be like, 
And you want that feeling of everybody is so happy. Mm. And uh, it's not just excited happy. It's happy with where you are and who you are and who's with you. Yeah, I'm hearing some, like, peacefulness. It's happy in that peaceful, it is like, a peaceful serene, way. tranquil, happy. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that is... <laughs> okay. Now, I know that this is... It seems off topic, but I swear my brain just went right here. That is why my hair is crazy today. <laughs> because I'm at my mama's house. <laughs> and I know that I don't have to put it on. Right? Like, I can just... Whatever way I'm rolling is whatever way I'm rolling. And there's a peacefulness about that and an acceptance of that. And and I'm going to go for a run for later. And I have this thing where uh, if I know that I need to exercise that day, I'll put on my exercise clothes in the morning. And I'm kind of like, girl, you're not getting to change your clothes and fix your hair until you get that exercising done. And so it's sort of, it's my own little accountability system. You know, you don't get shower in a clean un, clean pair of underwear until you get your workout done. But I can do that when I'm at home and have crazy hair and run around in your sweatpants and, uh, you know, roll up and have coffee with your unbrushed teeth. And, right, right. And there's and that having that belonging. coffee on Christmas morning is even more special than typical. Mm. And it's always special, especially if you uh, have your kids and grandchildren around. Mm. Okay, so uh, when you look at Christmas pasts, and you've had 80 of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 53 as a mom. Yes. I was born in 70, yeah. 53 as a mom. Um. If you had to give me five key elements to the joyful, full, you, you know, when I first asked you, what is that joy of Christmas? You gave me like this entire picture. <laughs> so if you were to pluck five things from all the 80 years of Christmas memories, it's probably not fair, but I'm going to make you do it anyway, because I mean like that. What would those key elements be for you? Well, one is the setting of Christmas with the, it doesn't have to be a fancy tree, but some sort of decoration in your house that says it's Christmas. Mm, and that makes you think and then can we pause right there i can't i can't let this go without sharing about that first christmas tree we had in the new house (laughs) where daddy had us daddy had us go down into the woods and cut a tree but it was not like it was just a cedar tree and that was the craziest christmas tree we ever had and as I recall, you were not very happy about that. Well, not at first, but it <laughs> it worked. In it hindsight, worked. did that, even that cedar tree? That cedar tree worked. Once we put a few ornaments on it, 
The tinsel. We had the tinsel. Yeah, we had plenty of tinsel. We had that lots year. of tinsel. It was, was that seventy eight. <laughs> lots of tinsel in seventy eight. So. Uh, but a second thing is when you think of the decorations. Uh, mm. Since I was a play school uh, teacher for a while, I got lots of ornaments and homemade things that those children made, like the legs egg mm. that. Uh, you mentioned a while ago, and those are still on my Christmas tree because I still favorites. I would not decorate a tree without them. Mm. Now I won't win any awards for Christmas decorations, but they are all meaningful. Mm. They're all meaningful, and I couldn't go any farther without saying music. Music has been just such a part of our Christmas. I was waiting for that to come up. That's a, that's a really big one for me. And uh, it's a big one that I have shared with you from you playing the Christmas hymns uh, in, in our house and, and Daddy and Brian and me singing them to Daddy and Brian practicing their trumpets right. for the services to me doing the flute for the away in the manger arrangement for to, like all of it. Just a huge part to the um, Canadian brass yeah. on the thirty threes on the big old uh, big old record player. So they yeah. were beautiful. I was wondering when you were going to pull up with that. Yeah, you could. Uh, Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without some music. And I think that that's probably the the most I ever got to see you s- dance around <laughs> is when we'd have the the Christmas music on. And we were decorating the house. Yeah, and I would see you dance around. That's that is to me the um, the joy, the childlike joy of the holidays. Yeah, yeah. But it's still joyful Uh, Mm -hmm. for an adult. You know. uh, Yes. Just uh, if you go to a church service or you Mm. go to a special concert. And you hear those beautiful songs, not just the wording, but the beautiful sounds. Mm. And it just sort of makes you think what Christmas is to you. Whether, no matter, uh, even if you don't consider the religious side of it, Mm. if you just consider the human side, it is a very wonderful season. Mm. Now, I know I have two more things. You have two more things, so let's do a recap, because that'll buy you another 20 seconds to do right, two more things. Right, because I'm going to have to think. <laughs> so it was uh, the tree. The tree. The setting. You said the setting. Yeah. The tree. Um, and the decorations. And then it was the decorations on the, the tree, like right. the nostalgia, the memories, the love. The, yeah. The and, thing. you know, for... I don't know about for you, so I'm going to throw this out there, and then if it's not right, just smack it down. But um, the ornaments that I have been given, you know, for something that is really special, um, it always makes me touched to think of how that, person loved me I feel loved it's not just oh love exists it's no I I really remember how um 
how they saw me. You know, some of that is just being seen, acknowledged as a human being that has worth. And some of that is being loved. And some is that of that is like, hey, you made an impact for me. And like all of that feeling is just, it's a little overwhelming. I don't it walk around be. feeling that way about myself. But it's a good feeling. Mm. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, I could use with bucketfuls more of that. <laughs> so you did the ornaments and then the music. The music. Four and five. And then uh, the games, mm. playing some cards, laughing and giggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, or on depending on the weather, a little bit outside, especially if there's snow, which I, I can only remember three or four Christmases. Yeah, we really didn't have a lot we've of We've had snow. But we have often gone outside and played, especially when the the, the Grandchildren started getting old enough that just staying inside with toys did not cut it. No, but we and y'all kept and... giving us clothes for Christmas, and that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like no eleven-year-old wants clothes. Well, I don't know. My my youngest Molly probably would have wanted clothes, but yeah, we wanted stuff to go play, and y'all wanted us out of your hair, and we didn't want to have to clean up. Well, so, right. I always washed the was, dishes yeah. while you were out playing. So it was like, hurry, let's go outside. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is just harmony. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, I can't say I think everybody, but uh, I would wish that for everybody you had a little special feeling about how good it is to be alive, mm. to enjoy your family to enjoy the things you have, the things that have been given to you all your life uh, from your family, Mm. from your friends. Uh, I I always think from my students, uh, that's that's always special. You know, Mom, I don't know if you realize this, but you started on the very first question when I asked you, and you said it was the tree— Mm-hmm. And you talked about you walked in, and it was so pretty, and the lights were there, and you were going to go turn off the lights, and then you said just the gratitude. Mm-hmm. And now you come back to that again, and we haven't said specifically gratitude really makes the holiday, you know, rah, 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 you know, it gives you a chance to appreciate your family mm-hmm. and the people around you that you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, so that's the past. That's, oh. Past memories. Yes. So if you were, (laughs) so we're at a thrift store today, and, you know, mom's 80, and we see these napkins that say, (laughs) happy 95th birthday. And I'm like, well, I ought to just buy these for you, and that way you're locked in, you know, (laughs) can't go anywhere because we bought this $3 pack of of, uh, napkins. But let's play. Let's play that we've just had your 95th birthday, and you've got that Christmas. What would you hope to have in that Christmas? Well, probably by in 15 years, I hope to have some great-grandchildren to celebrate. Gosh. Uh, Hang on. Let me calculate the age of my children real fast. 
Uh, I they think I'd be, be okay. in their thirties. <laughs> I think I'd be okay with them starting in ten, you know, maybe five to ten years. Probably ten. Ten would be good. Uh, so so you'd have like years, yeah, you'd have maybe some zero to five year old. Oh yeah, little kinda. ones. Little. You'd have little, little ones. ones. Yeah. And what would you want that to look like? Oh, I would want just a house full of mm. all ages, having fun, eating cookies, drinking hot chocolate. Would you want to have the um, spend the night on Christmas Eve and wake up at, you know, the crack and do Santa Claus? That would be fun for them. I don't know if not at 95 if I'll be up to that. But if Let's I'm just up assume to it, you are as healthy as you are now. If I would be up to it, then I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be quite a surprise, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. I'd take it. Shoot. I'd probably put you to work. I mean, who are we kidding? I, I, I will still wash dishes. Yes. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. So you'd have the grandkids. Yeah, childlike joy. Thick flavor of joy. Yeah. Is that childlike joy? What present can you imagine that you would really want at 95? I wouldn't want any present except just to be around the people I love. Okay, you heard it here. She's not getting anything when she's 95. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm kidding. We'll get you some. <laughs> we'll buy you some medication and be done with it. <laughs> Refill my medicine. Yes. For only for a month. Yes. All right. Is there anything else you think you might want to live into if you could create a future Christmas or future holiday season? Uh it's quite a pipe dream, but if you can just see your whole family come without uh, hard feelings or mm. hurt feelings, but happy feelings, all ages, together, all generations, all generations together. That that's just a very joyful thing for mm. me. I love that, and you know, this is. I think when we have these discussions about what kind of holidays do we want it's the perfect place to make a pipe dream yeah yeah and and i don't think that's a skill that all of us have i think um the people i encounter um sometimes they feel reserved about saying what they want knowing what they want, knowing it's okay to want something, you know, knowing it's okay to verbalize what they want, you know, and share that with other people. And then um, really taking responsibility for then creating what they want. So that kind of brings us into knowing the, the things that have been special in the past about the holiday season for you that really make the holidays heartfelt and warm and cozy and then the the place you want to go to where you've got a family who all comes home 
and there's all kinds of different ages and developmental stages. I may still be one of the youngest acting people when you're (laughs) 95. I don't know, me and the three-year-olds. So having that kind of joy and togetherness, it's not based in materialistic stuff, but really, again, she's not getting a gift. But, you know, like (laughs) really all there playing games and having fun. So what is it for this present holiday season? The same thing. The same thing. If you can have a little uh, peace and joy and togetherness, Mm. what more would you ask for? And what would that? Okay, like that's great, um, and that's super conceptual. That's where I like to live: peace and joy and happiness, and it feels good. But what does it look like? What does that look like to you for this year? Specifics? Yeah. I mean, I can't just, I can't pull peace, joy, and happiness out of my butt without knowing, like, what's peace, joy, happiness to you? And, like, let's get really real. I think uh, coaching is a beautiful paradox because you want people to both live in the um, uh, 3,000-foot view right? You want them to live in that bird's eye view, big conceptual stuff, peace, love, happiness, freedom, belonging, connection. But to create that out here in the world where it at, you got to do something, there has to be an action. Um, so there's like a translation from this is my concept and how I'm feeling into like, I'm living that I'm peaceful. I'm living that I'm loving, I'm living, that I'm free. And because that's the way I'm living, these are the things I'm doing. These are the choices that I'm making. These are the activities. Like when we do play Rook and I lose, it would not be peaceful for me to reach across the <laughs> table and sock you in the nose. No, and like it would Choke you out for bidding too high, right? So, yeah, so some of the things you're saying are things that are just common sense things, like... Uh-huh. The peacefulness is people getting along, appreciating each other, Mm. not having all the same ideas or the same opinions, but appreciating each other as people. What is one action you could do in your holiday to inspire people appreciating each other? An action? Yes, that's where the magic is. Uh, I would think that just setting a time to be together and plan, you can't always plan. You can't plan happiness and you can't plan this peace. truth. But you can plan an, uh, a time that we all get together with the same expectation to appreciate each other. Okay, that's fantastic. Let's play a game. <laughs> Gosh, I really hope they got that eye roll on camera because that was st- that was straight up. I'm 12 and asking to wear a black t-shirt, go to the roller rink, and want to wear eyeliner down here, and you're like not having it. <laughs> uh. Here's the game. Let's brainstorm. We'll just ping pong back and forth. 
six ideas, that's three each, of an action that we could take. Now, remember, we cannot control other people. An action that we could take that might inspire gratitude for the people in our family this holiday. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? To Okay, I'll go first. Okay, go. To show some, um, not just appreciation, but some courtesy and some um, I guess just um, well acceptance and courtesy to the people in the family who disagree. Okay, so courtesy and acceptance to people who you may disagree with. Well, not just I would disagree, but to the under to understanding that people. Okay. have disagreements okay. in the in the family and that's okay that's so true okay um my idea would be before everybody comes uh you mail them a thank you card of appreciation for who they are for you before they like a week before everybody comes to the house well that's a great idea i know i'm full of great ideas momo okay you the, do the other thing I was thinking about, being a grandmother and being mm-hmm. the cook, try to fix something that everybody thinks is special. Mm. You know, it might be, for, Matt, for Molly, it's going to be the mashed potatoes. You know it is, with Duke's mayonnaise in it. And uh, for Maggie, it's going to be the chocolate cake. Mm. And you try to do something special that everybody likes, even if it means you... Uh, maybe duplicate a dessert. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. matter. Or a starch in our case. <laughs> yes. Because some people want the potato salad, some people want the baked potato, some people want the mashed potato. We're going to have all the potatoes, okay? <laughs> all the potatoes are covered. Yeah. Okay, so fix something special food-wise. Let's see. I will... Um, okay, this would require other people to participate, and they can always say no. But I'd say get a potato and take a Sharpie and write on there, I am grateful for, or I appreciate blank. And then you throw your potato to somebody and then you tell them what you appreciate about them. That's sort of a loony tune Uh, idea. Listen, (laughs) ain't nobody doesn't love throwing a potato around the dining room table. Your no, mama's eyes will roll. Di- It'll be good. Not around the the table, uh, but giving everybody a chance to say what they what me is meaningful to them might work. Yeah, just leave out the potato. That's not fun. <laughs> Where's the childlike joy if you're not throwing a potato, a big russet, <laughs> getting a spiral on that thing? <laughs> Oh, okay. I think you've got one more and I've got one more. This is, gonna, this is actually getting tough. Okay. To create a, a feeling of appreciation with each other, what's one more action that you could do? Yeah. 
trying to come up with a game or an activity that all ages could participate in Hmm. and could enjoy. And that's hard. That is hard. I don't I don't have one yet. Okay. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. Okay. It so might I'm brew up. About it. Um I thought that you could carve out um whether everybody's up at grandma's or you know, you spend you know, like our family, I get to see these kids then and that kid then that you know, um, and cousins in Virginia, you know, different times, um, you carve out just like a 15, 20 minute time to go to that person, give them a big old, like long, socially uncomfortable, get up in here, hug, and then listen, just listen to them for what's going on with their life. You can ask them, so many different questions. You could ask them, like, what's your favorite Christmas memory or holiday memory? You could ask them, um, what do you really want to have in the next year? Or um, what gift uh, do you remember that really was meaningful to you? Gosh, there are just so many ways to be curious about people and what's really special for them, and listening to them, and really not listening to swap one of yours, or listening to improve upon theirs, or listening to, you know, but just like, as if they were a textbook of knowledge, like the book of mom, and I just want to, you know, pull it all toward me, and and soak up all the knowledge that mom has to share with me about that favorite gift or whatever. I think that would really um, be a loving way to show appreciation. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you. I'm doing the podcast, okay? (laughs) Your time to be seen and loved on is almost done. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. So you said... Um, creating peace and happiness uh, and connectedness for the for the holiday for this year for this year and we came up with six ish ideas of what to do. What might you do to create that for this holiday? Are you talking to me? Oh, I am looking I at thought, you, lady. I thought maybe this was a rhetorical question. Uh, well, okay, that, that is a good point. For everyone listening, what can you do to take the concepts that you want to live in and who you want to be and put that into action? Can't be something somebody else does or making someone feel some way because that's outside our control. But something I can do that might just lay out the welcome mat for appreciation. They don't have to step on it. I think that, uh, and I hadn't thought of that this until uh, you made those comments, but uh, to come out of our box, step out of our box, mm-hmm. and uh, give other people a chance uh, to express things their way mm. and not be so uh, judgmental. Oh, yeah. 
judgy pants. <laughs> I wear my judgy pants too often sometimes. And it always gets in the way of me really listening to people. So I, I promise that for this week of Thanksgiving and for the upcoming holiday, Christmas holiday, when we get to have family time, I will try to leave my judgy pants in the dirty laundry and just leave them on there, not, not put them on. Sounds good. I'll yeah. try to do the same. Okay, I'll take you up on that. Okay. Anything else you want to share you think that's pertinent? I mean, my God, you've been on the planet 80 years. Surely you've learned something. In 80 years, I have to say that Christmas, the, the period between Thanksgiving and Christmas is one of the best periods of the year. Mm. Okay. So well, I'm just gonna, enjoy it. I'm going to wrap right there, but I really want to know, like, well, what makes it the best time of the year? Oh, We're going to no. talk about that when we get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mom, thanks so much. I really, um, this is so far outside your box. It is. Yeah. Completely. And um, I'm really super grateful that you popped in here to do this for me. And I've thoroughly enjoyed having the opportunity to understand what's been special to you about your holidays and what will be special to you and what you want out of this holiday. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And if you loved this episode or you think mom is super cute and sweet, which she is, I don't know how I came out of her body. Please like, subscribe, and share this. And have a great holiday season. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast. I hope that it has helped you create a new possibility for your health and sets you into action to go get it. If you want more information or if you want to connect with me, visit my website at myhealthylife.coach. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so that each new Healthy AF episode will be sent directly to you. Let's take you from where you are where you want to go. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.